0: Is a song for my father There's things that no other can do As I sing it to you This
1: Thank you. Good morning on this gorgeous Sunday morning. My name is Judith Killian and I have the privilege of serving on your board of trustees. And this morning I get to welcome you those here physically and those here virtually welcome and share some announcements with you. Our services are 930 and 1130 a.m. Central Time. We live stream our 930 service. But you can watch our services anytime on demand at our website or on YouTube. Want to know your heart's desire? Attend one of the Heart Cards workshops tomorrow and let your heart lead, your spirit guide, and allow the beauty of you to unfold. Guest, June Dillinger, I take it that's you, (laughs) is offering, thank you, is offering two in-person options, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. Class registration fee includes a deck of heart cards for the workshop. Our volunteer appreciation dinner is this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Register and pick up your free ticket in the bookstore today so we can have a head count. Come and enjoy gathering with your team and fellow volunteers as we express our appreciation for your service. Our monthly Money Matters class returns with Be Creative With Your Home in June. There's a lot of history in this country with home buying, so come and learn about redlining and blockbusting and other things and investigate your own property. We're gonna also talk about how to purchase and what to prepare for purchasing a home or an investment property and how to make sure your home is green friendly. This is next Sunday, June 26th at 1 p.m. Are you new to Unity or feel new to the spiritual community? Join Reverend Pat for refreshments and a casual get-to-know-you conversation next Sunday at 1 p.m. Coffee, tea, and Reverend Pat, bring your questions and your curiosity. Keys to the Kingdom, our popular prosperity class, has been rescheduled and will start July 5th and July 6th with two opportunities. Tuesday evenings in person with Reverend Pat and Reverend Tony, or Wednesday mornings via Zoom with Karenani. Stop in the Garden Court for details and to register. The Board of Trustees meets Monday, June 27th at 6.45 p.m. If you would like to participate in the Dialoguing in Love portion of the meeting, please sign up in the Garden Court or feel free to drop a comment in the comment box. Save the date for Celebration of Poetry on Friday evening, July 1st as members of the Poetry to Set Your Heart on Fire, read poems from the class. We will have a special guest appearance by award-winning poet and author Michael Kleber Diggs. Details for our upcoming events and activities are on the church website, our Facebook page, or in our weekly emails, happening at Unity and Peak of the Week. You can also email the church or call with any questions. And now, please join Reverend Pat for our opening prayer so I invite you to join me in our opening prayer
2: <clears throat> let's just take that deep breath together and let go and just begin to focus your attention inward inward to that place that only you can go and feel that divine presence this morning expressing through you as you. Dear Father, Mother, God, today we acknowledge and give thanks for the good that our father provided us. We give thanks for the lessons he taught and the love that he gave us. We bless our father and fathers everywhere. And we bless those that provided a fatherly role in the life of so many. We acknowledge and know that this role is a sacred role And today we acknowledge the masculine and the feminine within each of us and give thanks that God is both father and mother to us all. Today we also pause as we celebrate Juneteenth, the end of slavery in our country. May God grant us the grace to stand fearlessly and to strive for peace in all circumstances. Help us, like those of generations before us, to resist slavery and human bondage in any form. And sweet spirit within, give us the courage to use our freedoms to bring justice among people and nations everywhere. And today, regardless of what is happening in our life, regardless of what that may be, we look beyond appearances And know without a doubt that God is greater than the circumstance, greater than the experience. And for that, we are grateful. So together, we say, Thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. Let's applaud this day. Stand for our opening song. be seated. Good morning. morning. Welcome. We're so glad you're with us today, and we also welcome those that are live streaming with us today. I recently got some numbers. There's about 300 of you that join us live stream each and every Sunday morning, and we appreciate your presence as well. As you know, Unity is an open and welcoming, inclusive community, and one of our favorite things to do here is to acknowledge those that are guests or feel like they're guests today. So if you're a guest today, You'll only be a guest once, then you'll be rotted home. So, if you're with us today, we invite you to allow us to honor your presence here today. We're gonna to do nothing drastic, I promise you that. So, just take your courage in your hand and raise your hand as I raise my hand. Courage out there, courage over here, courage over here, courage over here, courage. That that packet of information you're receiving tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. There's a card there if you choose to fill out any part of that card and turn that into our our office. We have a gift for you. The rose is a gift from our congregation so that we can easily recognize you and give you that personal one-on-one welcome. All of that's important, and yet one of the most important things that I say on this platform each and every Sunday morning is this. And that is, my dear friends, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, wherever that may be, you are welcome here. We welcome you, we bless you, and we behold the living presence of the divine within you. If you're streaming with us today for the first time, you too can fill out a contact card. Someone from our staff will reach out to you as well. Let's appreciate these guests, okay? Let's affirm together our mission statement. Our mission statement is found in your order of service. Together, we are a vibrant, inclusive, prosperous, spiritual community, inspiring and empowering full expression of the divine within through prayer, education, and service. And I am creative is the theme for the month. Let's affirm together our June affirmation. Together, Creativity is my natural state of being. I am immersed in endless possibilities. Let's do that again. Together, creativity is my natural state of being. I am immersed in endless possibilities. Let us take a deep breath and settle in for the reading of the Daily Word.
3: We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court, where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for today, Sunday, June 19th, is Father's blessing. I bless all fathers with thoughts of gratitude. I am grateful for fathers, grandfathers, stepfathers, and all father figures who care for children and families. I pray They are called always to follow their guidance and to act to express divine love. I envision their hearts and minds opening to receive blessings of strength, patience, and tenderness. I see them supported in all they are called upon to do and comforted during times of struggle. I pray also for the children young and old as they remember their fathers. May cherished memories bring smiles and warmth, and may the love remain alive forever in hearts and minds. And for those on a healing or forgiveness journey, I pray that divine love leads and comforts them on a path toward lasting peace. May the peace and love of God fill their hearts today and every day. And from Numbers chapter 6 verse 24, the Lord bless you and keep you. The word for today is Father's blessing.
0: as it is, go inside to find my God. I will leave this world as it is, go inside to find my God. I will leave this world as it is. go inside to find
4: Please join me in meditation. If you haven't already, I invite you to gently close your eyes, take a deep breath, and begin to relax your body and mind. With your feet flat on the ground and your hands comfortably in your lap, feel yourself fully supported in your chair. As you release any and all tension, you can begin to go inside to that place only you know, only you can access. With each breath, allow yourself to move more deeply into the stillness, connecting to that spirit within. Today, as we honor and celebrate fathers, let us connect to that inner child inside all of us. That child that we all once were. That child who was worthy and deserving of fatherly love. If you are comfortable doing so, I would like you to take yourself back to a time and place when you were a small boy or small girl of maybe five or six years old, young and innocent. As you connect with that child, feel your hand being held. Your small, fragile hand Is held by a larger and much stronger hand. This hand is firm, but gentle. You feel completely safe and totally protected. You know there is no safer place than at the side of this man. You are safe and protected. You also feel completely and totally loved, knowing that his love is immeasurable and unconditional. His love isn't dependent on how your body looks or what you say or do. It is limitless and without conditions. You are loved. Safe, loved, and protected, you are free to explore the world with the imagination and curiosity of an innocent child. Your questions, thoughts, and emotions are answered with wisdom, tenderness, and compassion. You are free to walk about the world as your true self. You are free. Although many of us were deprived and or denied this safety and protection, this unconditional love, this freedom to be our true self, as a child of God, We were and are worthy of it. As we sit in silence, let my words be yours. I am safe. I am loved. I am free. I am safe, I am loved, I am free. As we slowly begin to bring ourselves back to this time and this place, as we return to this sanctuary, as we go about this day, let us not forget we are all children of God. Let us love ourselves and one another as such. Amen.
0: i
5: Beautiful, beautiful. Today is all about two great lights, the sun and the moon. Nate, your meditation touched my heart. Thank you for that. We continue our series on I Am Creative, and for inspiration, we are using the book, The great, The Creative Life, Seven Keys to Your Inner Genius, by Eric Butterworth. As I was preparing for today, it dawned on me that Perhaps not every one of us is all that familiar with Eric Butterworth, especially if you're newer to Unity or Unity Movement and so forth. And so just to be clear, uh, he is one of the most well-known authors and speakers in our movement. Uh, He was born in 1916 and made his transition in 2003 at the age of 86. His mother was a Unity minister, which I find interesting. So, if you, especially if you're newer to Unity, I encourage you to check out his books as well as re- recordings. They're they're available on YouTube. They're all available all sorts of places. He has some really amazing meditations and so forth. So, really encourage you to check that out. He is uh, next to my senior minister. He is one of the most clear uh, teachers that I know. <laughs> so, in this book. Uh, about creation, what, what Butterworth does is takes the creation story of Genesis and basically metaphysically extracts out a bit of a roadmap for us to apply in a more focused way, in a more intentional way, in terms of this creative process. He tells us that we all have this divine potential within us and that many of us don't know it and some of it has just barely scratched the surface. When he talks about the creativity or the creative life, he talks about uh, things like the arts and the science, and yet, oh, so much more. He's very clear that life is for living, and yet, he suggests that many of us pass with our music unsung. I love how he talks about that, we all have within us a sleeping giant, a sleeping giant, and what that represents is that innate divine potential waiting to be activated and brought to life, both in terms of our human potential as well as our divine potential. He suggests we all have that potential within us, just as Jesus, the Buddha, Einstein, Marie Curie or Beethoven did. No matter the domain, one activates and releases this unlimited potential through focus and through this creative process. As we teach, Jesus is the great example, not the great exception. Two weeks ago, Reverend Pat began our series, and he talked about this concept from Genesis, and it's the the statement, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Metaphysically, light represents consciousness or that higher awareness. To me, this also represents, this statement represents the power of the spoken word, especially with regard to the creation process. Last week, Reverend Tony's lesson was all about let there be a firmament, and again from Genesis and God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. And God called the firmament, he- firmament heaven. Now, just between us, I wasn't really clear about what the word firmament meant. And when I heard that word, I thought, okay, as a minister, I really should know what that meant. And so I went and looked it up after, after services last week. So don't tell anyone that I didn't know that word. Uh, so just between us. According to biblical cosmology, the firmament is the vast Solid dome created by God on the second day to divide the primal sea into upper and lower portions so that land could appear and That's it Metaphysically all this represents the conditions or the atmosphere for life and the process of Creating the potential for creating all of this is based on faith and the power to imagine What might be possible? Butterworth tells us very clearly that faith activates the unexpressed possibilities of the mind, and that faith is is a vital element needed to take that second step in releasing one's internal creative genius. He also cautions us that fear, worry, insecurity, lack are all forms of faith, but they are faith and belief in less than ideal conditions. Faith and imagination are like best friends when it comes to that creation process. And we know that imagination and the ability to image is a powerful tool for making things happen. A while back, there was a study conducted, and it involved about 100 participants in this piece of research. And it was all focused on basketball and shooting basketballs into a hoop. And so the Participants were divided into uh, three groups. Before this move forward, every one of them had a baseline test to establish their efficiency or proficiency with regard to shooting baskets. First group was basically tested and sent home and said, don't do anything. Don't do anything in terms of practice or this basketball stuff. Second group, what they agreed to do was that for 30 days, they were going to be practicing shooting baskets One hour every single day. The third group, uh, they were told or they were instructed to to go home and to spend one hour a day for 30 days imagining and picturing the perfect baskets being shot uh, just in their mind for one hour a day. Curious about the results? (laughs) So the first group, as one might expect, those who did nothing had a... Zero increase in terms of skill level. Those that practiced the one hour per day physically, tossing the ball again and again and again, they improved uh, 24%. They improved 24%. Now, the most curious group is those that just practiced in their imagination. You know how much they improved? 23%. 23%. And so... Uh, there's also a lot of additional scientific research that find the same things over and over again, and that is that our human nervous system cannot distinguish between real and imagined experiences. And so, long way of saying is, imagination is important, imagination is creative, and it makes a difference, especially in the creation and manifestation process. Today we continue with the, with the creation myth and how we can use that to unleash our inner genius. From Genesis, again, God said, "...let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser to rule the night." Clearly, the greater light is the sun, and then the lesser light is the moon. Keep in mind that the moon is reflecting the sun's light. More specifically, what this means metaphysically is that this idea of the sun represents understanding or awakening that spiritual understanding. And the moon itself metaphysically represents this idea of will. More correctly or more specifically, the idea of willingness. I'll say more about that in just a minute. The book of Job tells us, but it is the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. And what this means for us is that we all have that potential within us for spiritual understanding, not just a select few. Though in order for us to fully access this spiritual understanding, we must be willing to become still, to go within, and to focus. Here when we talk about focus, it's really about alignment with that divine energy or flow. Think about it this way. Uh, Maybe as as a child, you played around with a magnifying glass. And uh, I did this as a kid where you would take the magnifying glass and align it to the sun just right in order to have it focus on a piece of paper to create combustion. And so that's sort of the metaphor here in terms of aligning to that spiritual energy in a way we have to sort of work to get at it. But once we get that focus, once we get that energy sort of directed, then combustion can happen. Regarding will, Butterworth states that will is the driving force of life, and he's also very clear that this is not about human determination or our own sort of personal will, but more about a willingness to allow the spiritual process of creation to unfold. Willingness is about allowing and trusting that innate divine guidance. In this process of creating, in so many ways, we're talking about our unity principle number three, thoughts held in mind, create after their time. If you've been around for at least 15 minutes, you know that we value and talk about the importance of our thoughts and our thinking. The bottom line is that thoughts are creative. They create the blueprint for our life and for our future. In order for us to have our best life, to really access that innate genius We need to be disciplined, discerning, and deliberate about how and what we think. And part of that thinking process includes our imagination. You could say that we are nothing but creating machines. And this is really boiled down to the law of mind action. And I think about this as just a law, just that, that like gravity. I may not believe in gravity on some level, but I'm still... Tied to that law. Same thing with law of mind action. And so it's about taking responsibility for our thoughts and our thinking. Quantum science is now proving that thoughts are energy and do indeed impact the physical realm. Both conscious and unconscious thoughts have the power to move and shape our world. Besides our own individual conscious and unconscious thinking and thoughts... There is the collective unconscious. This is a term coined by Carl Jung and Charles Fillmore, co-founder of our movement, also called this same concept the race mind. This is the collective unconscious, or it includes the totality of beliefs, thoughts, memories, feelings, and experiences of humankind. I believe that these collective thoughts impact our individual thoughts, and that our individual thoughts impact the collective. Our collective thinking and consciousness has created some wonderful things. Think about it, the ability to fly, being able to send someone to the moon. Think about the wonder of science and medicine to improve our human condition. I also believe that our collective thinking some horrible things one could say that the horrors of war poverty oppression and slavery are all the results of our collective thinking and they reflect our collective level of consciousness for example at one point in American history the consciousness was such that slave ownership was deemed commonplace or acceptable It's interesting to note that when our Constitution was written and created, there was some strong debate about slavery and then all of that around the whole situation. However, it was never fully addressed and resolved. Also interesting to note that the Puritans at that time had the held belief that slavery was immoral and unacceptable. Truly unfortunate that our founding fathers chose to look the other way when it came to slavery. Truly unfortunate that the Puritans' point of view was not honored. Truly ironic that our country's founding principles and documents are focused on freedom, liberty for all. Let me suggest that one advance in consciousness was when Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863, which stated that all persons held as slaves within the rebellious states are and henceforth shall be free. Though interesting to note that the proclamation was limited in many ways. It applied only to the states that had seceded from the United States, leaving slavery legal in numerous states, it also exempted parts of the Confederacy. Although the Emancipation Proclamation did not end slavery in the nation, it captured the attention of millions of Americans and fundamentally shifted the character of the Civil War. Today, we pause. We pause to honor Juneteenth. Juneteenth is short for June 19th, and it marks the day when federal troops arrived into Galveston, Texas in 1865 to take control of the state and to help ensure that all enslaved people were freed. The troops' arrival, get this, came two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. In theory, Juneteenth honors the end to slavery in the United States, and it's considered the longest-running African-American holiday. On April 15, 1865, President Lincoln was murdered five days after signing the order that resulted in Juneteenth. On June 17, 2021, Juneteenth became an official federal holiday. I believe that the Emancipation Proclamation the actions of Juneteenth were signs of an evolving collective consciousness. And friends, and yet there's still so much more to be done here. Things to be done in terms of ensuring equity, equality, and equal access to opportunity. If one digs beneath the whitewashed history, one realizes that we've quite, quite a distance to go to that more perfect union. Besides honoring Juneteenth, today we also honor Father's Day. Please allow me to share some about my own father I believe that he is a great example of putting the creative process into practice. Ivan August Houdala. My dad made his transition 18 years ago next month at the age of 68. He is one of my most important teachers. He taught me the value of education, living with integrity, and following one's dreams. Probably the most important lesson I got to learn with him was the power of forgiveness. He was one of 16 children and, only, and the only one of his siblings to go to college. The household he grew up in was chaotic, dysfunctional, abusive, verbal abuse, alcoholism, a whole lot of stuff going on there. The older children were parentified and my dad was basically raised by his older sisters. His mom, Sophie, was one of the kindest, sweetest sweetest people on the planet. I know that she did her best, and likely that she was just totally overwhelmed with the demands of her family. As a youth, my dad shared bedrooms and beds with his siblings. He got kicked out of high school, and eventually he joined the Army. He created my mom for helping him turn his life around and wondered how he was so blessed to meet and fall in love with a girl from the right side of the tracks. He later went on to go to college on the GI Bill. But then what happened is kids came along and he needed to go to work full time so his schooling was put on pause so he could work full time for his growing family. By age 28, he had five sons. So you can imagine, you can imagine the household of that. And uh, my dad's approach to child rearing then was he was employing his army skills, and it was all about discipline and rigor and doing a high level whatever one was doing. My dad was far from perfect. Perfect. And with his strictness, I knew know that he wanted the best for his kids. He was a perfectionist at high standards, uh, though he was a man of faith, deep faith, and had deep convictions about the importance of family and doing the right thing. He was a workaholic. Do you ever have the moment where you are living your life or doing something, all of a sudden you realized, I've become my parent? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything more on that. When my brothers and I get together, we will have conversations about a variety of memories. One thing came up recently was this idea that uh, my dad, to save money, would uh, cut all of our hair. And so, so five sons, and he would also continue, he cut my mother's hair. And it was about, you know, tr- we, were, we were not comfortable or wealthy or anything, so it was about saving money. Even later in life, my dad continued to cut my mother's hair until till he passed. And so on haircutting day, the joke was, you know, later realizing this, that during the haircut uh, time, my dad would also drink beer, which was his norm in terms of doing chores. And so, you know, his five sons would be lined up to get the haircut, and the deal was no one wanted to be first because it had been a while since he cut hair, and no one wanted to be last because of... (laughs) And so we now laugh about that when we're together. <laughs> the beautiful thing about my dad in so many ways is that he, he grew and he learned and he evolved as a human being. And I am so grateful to have witnessed that, especially from where he came from as, as a child when I was there. Uh, he did, went on to create a couple of businesses, and, and he, they worked hard, but they also played hard. When my dad was first diagnosed with cancer that would take him, he asked the question of a dear friend, Have I been a good man? Have I been a good man? Had I lived a good life? The last month or so of his life, I moved in with my mom and dad to help care for my dad, helping to prepare for his transition. It was one of the most challenging and difficult things I've done in my life, and yet at the same time, healing and rewarding in so many ways. I recall trimming his hair and nails. and holding him in the shower when he was too weak to stand and yet too proud for a sponge bath. While my dad was not perfect, I honor him for all that he taught me, for how he grew and evolved as a person, and for having the imagination, the courage, the focus, and the faith to create a life that he loved. In closing, I invite you to take some practical steps this week to support you on your spiritual journey first i invite you to reflect on the sun and the moon not the sun and moon out there but metaphysically the sun and the moon that metaphysical interpretation of spiritual understanding and willingness how willing are you to align and allow the divine process creating in your life how willing are you in that regard number 2 I invite you to educate yourself about the history of slavery and find ways to eradicate the residual systems of oppression that are still around, that still enslave some. And number three, I invite you to bless and honor your father or father figures. And as best you can, be grateful for the gifts and the lessons that they taught, that they provided, and where it's needed practice forgiveness for where they didn't get it right, keeping in mind that the forgiveness that sets us free. So it is.
6: Kevin, I must say, when I was young, I used to attempt cutting my own hair, which needed a lot of reparation every time I did it.
7: Hate knows love's the cure You can rest your mind assured I'll be loving you always You can't reveal the mystery of tomorrow But in passing we'll grow older every day Just as all that's born is new You can see what I say is true That I'll be loving you always Did you know that true love asks for nothing? Yeah, well, her acceptance is the way that we pay. Did you know, well, did you know that life has given love a guarantee to last forever and another day? Time to move on since the beginning. And the seasons know exactly when to change. Kindness knows no shame
2: Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Ben. Great music today. Thank you. Reverend Kevin, great lesson today. I was wondering how you're gonna intertwine these three activities today. It was phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you, Nate, for a wonderful meditation on this Father's Day. Uh, you, know what we do, well, you know what we're doing next, right? I see you reaching for your pockets already. It's amazing. We invite you to make a gift to Unity Minneapolis. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. And it's easy to do. Obviously, you, there's a QR code on your uh, program. You can do that electronically. If you're streaming with us today, you can also give electronically as well. There's uh, information on your screen on how to do that. I'm going invite our ushers forward as we begin to bless our tithes and our offerings. Let us just take this deep breath together, knowing that we are one with the divine. That we are a prosperous community and that we are prosperous. So let us affirm together our church offertory blessing and is found in your order of service. Together, divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And now, silently. Thank you, God. Amen. So let's take a moment as we bless these gifts. We bless all the gifts that's been received in the mail this week. We bless those participating in our consistent giving program, unexpected income program. We bless these gifts. So grateful, so grateful. And we send them forth to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. Thank you, sweet spirit. And so it is, amen. Lori Dawkins has a special announcement this morning. Whenever she has a special announcement, I always take a breath. By the way, did you see the paper this morning? She's all over the paper this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. That was not her announcement, no.
6: Imagine my surprise. (laughs) Whoa! Now, I am here, and I'm very grateful to Reverend Pat for allowing me a moment. Uh, First of all, I think we all have PhDs in change, don't you think? Because we've been here in person, we've not been in person, we've been there, we've been here, now we're back here. It's kind of crazy. And, of course, the congregation is looking at a big change in the future for physical changes so that it's just easy for people to be here. And I thought of the word change because I've been here a long time, like 13 years, and all of the changes that I've seen. Um, One of them I haven't yet had the opportunity to speak personally to, and that is during the annual meeting, Nancy Maello said that the sound and light coordinator position had changed, and our great friend Todd Smith was stepping back because life is busy, work and family and marriage and things. And uh, our good friend Peter Greenland agreed to uh, take it over.
2: Thank you, Peter. Thank you. And
6: I, I, uh, I was brave enough to step up here today because I think it's important to understand all of the roots and the foundation that we experience things on. In a community, all the pieces have to fit, from the gardeners to the ushers to the piano player to the sound folks, to the reverence. And when we have just a lovely, great, inspirational morning, there's so many unseen parts. And um, I know that I have been able to do so many things because of my pal, Todd. And I want, would you come up here now while I finish my words? Mabel, come on up. If you want to, that'd be great. When I first came, um, sound was a volunteer position. And Blaine McCutcheon, oh my gosh, just bless him for so many years, invested so many things. Amen. As technology took over, we realized that we needed more um, training and more skills involved because of the future of where we saw it heading. And I went to my friend, I said, hey, yeah, there's this church I'm working at. How would you like to come in and be the sound guy? <laughs> and he said, yes, and I think you're here about eight, nine years. And along the way, um, we had four little track white lights way back when, um, and a different sound. Everything was different. We bought new monitors, we bought a brand new state-of-the-art digital board, which we have and is working great currently. So looking into the future, we contributed to the lighting. Um, That's our little concert when we say proceeds. We have a new bass amp this year that comes from the music department fund. And I I want you, and I'm almost done, 20 seconds to really hear who my pal was and is. One of the kindest, most generous folks. And he would never complain. And we'd be moving platforms and chairs. And he helped rewire things, working extra. He had vision for wh- where we needed to go and how to do it. And just a really great guy. And he's on our call list. He certainly will be back in the future. Um, but he is responsible... For he shares so much responsibility in in what we uh, the music department has been able to achieve in technology so i would like to hear i would like to have him hear your appreciation and we have a small gift for you and thank you for being brave and coming in this morning so mr todd smith my pal
2: He He was very busy here, but he was not too busy to have two children, you know? Congratulations. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to invite our on-duty, our on-duty Unity Prayer Chaplains to please stand. These individuals arrived early. They held sacred space in this sanctuary, and they're here to hold that sacred space with you, to listen with the ears of their heart, and to pray aloud with you. So today, if you have a prayer request, seek out a Unity Prayer Chaplain. Thank you for your service, and you may be seated. Today we also have a special guest. She's a publisher and author, and she's an inspirational speaker. She's a transformational coach. Her message inspires participants to live more rewarding lives by transforming challenges and experiences into loving outcomes. The central theme of her life has been the importance of having healthy, loving relationships. And I love her new book. The book is The Benefit of the X." Don't you love it? The benefit of the ex, you know. I think that means former spouse. There, you know. So she is here. She'll be with us tomorrow. There's, two, she's offering two a session at 10 a.m. and one at 7 p.m. So if you you want to know your heart's desire, attend one of these sessions. June, would you please stand? June Dillinger, please. We're glad to have you with us today. Also, our volunteer appreciation dinner is so important. promise you this is to appreciate you. That's this Wednesday at 6 p.m., calling all volunteers. Let us appreciate you for everything that we've been through in the last few years as well. I hear children out there, I think, and uh, I'm thinking, 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 yes, 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 I do. Uh, Let's stand and let's bring them in, Okay. in the light in the light in the light we are walking in the light
5: them. This is our nursery ages that we're doing at 930, and at 1130, we will have our full gamut of programming from ages zero up to 18, and we hope that you join us for that, those of you on the live stream, if you can, and happy Father's Day.
2: Happy Father's Day. Thank you very much. Let us know together our prayer for protection and our peace song. Together, we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is well. Speak to at least three people you do not know before you leave the sanctuary today. I will be checking on you, okay? We especially welcome our guests today. Let us know our peace song together. Together. Together.
0: song of freedom can't keep us down no more. Let us sing a song of freedom can't keep us from that door. That freedom train is rolling.